0: and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com.
1: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice. Dark Dice
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from sweaty sailors to swarthy salesmen. And today, we are talking about the Soul Knife Rogue. Prepare
2: yourselves.
0: Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful and ready to uh, make a a brand new character and birth it into the Dungeon Cast slash D&D multiverse.
2: All right. Let's do it. Before we do that, let me tell you about the soul knife and then you can build your character. I'd like you to do that. All right. (laughs) So D&D has been rolling out the psionic options for some time. We talked about the Psy Warrior not long ago. Psionic dragons are coming with Fizban's book coming out this fall. And I haven't really kept up because psionic characters aren't really my jam. Mm. But today we are going to talk about a build, a psionic rogue, uh, the Soul Knife. On a tangent, my favorite psionic class I have ever played was in 4th edition. It was a heavy armored psionic tank called a Battlemind. Uh, fun stuff. I may not like to play psionics much, or rogues for that matter, but I do always appreciate having one or both on my team. So without further ado, let's get into what a Soul Knife brings to a party.
0: That was such like an official... like textbook tangent you wrote in a tangent i did i love it i do that yeah i've been doing that
2: more lately (laughs) because i'm just i'm just gonna write the way i talk i would like to go on a tangent now yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah um most assassins strike with physical weapons and many burglars and spies use these tools to infiltrate secure locations in contrast the soul knife strikes and infiltrates with the mind cutting through barriers both physical and psychic these rogues discover psionic power within themselves to channel it to do their roguish work They find easy employment as members of Thieves Guilds, though they are often mistrusted by rogues who are leery of anyone using strange mind powers to conduct their business. (laughs) Um, Most governments would also be happy to employ a soul knife as a spy. Amid the trees of ancient forests on the Material Plane and in the Feywild, some wood elves walk the path of the soul knife, serving as silent lethal guardians in their woods. In the endless war among the Gith, a Gith the is encouraged to become a soul knife when stealth is required against a Gith Yankee foe. And yes, the Gith are what I think of when I think of the soul knife less, more so than Wood Elves. I mean, I'm sure a Wood Elf could be a soul knife. It's just not where my mind goes to.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, like any of the good rogue classes probably make a good soul knife, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like the setup. Yeah, It's a rogue, after Indeed. all.
2: It is a rogue, first and foremost. As a soul knife, your psionic abilities might have haunted you since you were a child, only revealing their full potential as you experience. The stress of adventure, or you might have sought out a reclusive order of psychic adepts
0: and spent years learning how to manifest your power. Yeah, I'm I'm I like the rogue. I'm not like super like over the moon about it all the mm-hmm. time, but I like how unique it feels to play a rogue. Like nothing yeah. else feels like playing a rogue no really. I mean maybe you could make a bard or like a something or That's a, the fight. closest thing. a fighter maybe could even kind of start doing high decks rogue all deck stuff. stuff. yeah. Or like that. get a training and a lock pick or whatever. You know, you could kind of get maybe there maybe ranger. Ranger ne- might be a yeah, to win that Like way. they're all kind of right there. Like yeah. the rogue is doing some of that stuff. They're all sharing like that melee type. Thing, but, like, yeah. I don't know. You're just doing, like, you're so specialized. And you, yes. there's there's a cool thing. But, like, it can get played out. Um, I'm having fun with my Rogue Multiclass. It's yeah. super utility. Yeah, so. Rogue Wizard, yeah. which is
2: an interesting build. It's fun. All right, so let's focus on the Soul Knife. Uh, the first feature you get when you take this uh, subclass is called Psionic Power at third level. You harbor a wellspring of psionic energy within yourself. This energy is represented by your psionic energy dice, which are each a d6. You have a number of these dice equal to twice your proficiency modifier, so I think at this point it's four, and they fuel various psionic powers you have, which are detailed below. So, some of your powers expend the psionic energy dice they use as specified in the powers description, and you can't use a power if it requires you to use a dice when your dice are all expended. You regain all your expended psionic energy die, uh, dice When you finish a long rest, in addition, as a bonus action, you can regain one expended Sonic die, but you can't do so until you finish a short or long rest. I like that. So it's like you'll always have one.
0: Yeah, or or not always, but like you can get one if you really need it.
2: Yeah, it's like you, you... Yes, exactly that. We'll go with that, yeah. When you uh, reach certain levels in this class, the size of your psionic energy dice increases. Fifth level to D8, 11th level to D10, and 17th level to D12. It's like superiority dice for rogues. Yeah. But psychic flavored. Yeah. So the powers below use your psionic energy dice. First power is called Psy Bolstered Knack. When your non-psionic training fails you, your psionic power can help. If you fail an ability check using a skill or tool which you have proficiency, you can roll one psionic energy die and add the number rolled to the check, potentially turning failure into success. You expend spend the die only if the roll succeeds. Now that's interesting to me. So it's like, I guess you psionically pick the lock instead of pick the lock?
0: Yes. This is cool. Yeah. I ha- I'm having really cool ideas for like the thing I pitched you for my character earlier okay, right cool. Oh Yeah, that's yeah. good.
2: So, again, the, so the first one, Sonic Bolstered Neck, it's ability check oriented. The next one you get is called psionic Whispers. You can establish telepathic communication between yourself and others, uh, perfect for quiet infiltration. As an action, choose one or more creatures you can see up to a number equal to your proficiency bonus, which at this point is two, and then roll one Sonic Energy die. For a number of hour, hours equal to the number rolled, the chosen creatures can speak telepathically with you, and you can speak telepathically with them. Neat. To send or receive a message, no action is required. You and the other creature must be within one mile of each other, so quite the range. That's good. A creature can't use. So that's great if you're doing like a citywide
0: heist. Yeah, and you got your fucking uh, push to t- touch to talk, like Nokia phone or whatever mm-hmm. fucking embedded in your brain.
2: Indeed. A creature can't use this telepathy if it can't speak any languages, and a creature can end the telepathic connection at any time. You and the creature don't need to speak a common language to understand each other though. The first time you use this power after each long rest you don't expend the psychic energy die. All the other times you use this power you expend the die. I
0: like that um, the idea of the psychic stuff in D&D having the feature of not having to like it transcends language as long as you know the concept of language. So yep. like Kind of mm-hmm. hints that like language is like a force of nature, almost. Right. And like we layer what we need to like speak it on top of whatever this force is, and Very telepathy so. just taps straight into it.
2: Yeah, it's just a direct direct line of communication to the can't source. can't
0: talk to sentient rocks that don't know, unless they know, unless they know sentient rock, the language. <laughs> exactly. So, also
2: at third level, you get a feature called Psychic Blades. Uh, You can manifest your psionic power as shimmering blades of psychic energy. Whenever you take the attack action, you can manifest the psychic blade from your free hand and make the attack with that blade. This magic blade is a simple melee weapon with the finesse and throne properties. It has a normal range of 60 feet and no long range whatsoever. Okay. And on a hit, it deals psychic damage equal to 1d6 plus the ability modifier you use for this attack roll. Excuse me. The blade vanishes immediately after it hits or misses its target, and it leaves no mark on its target if it deals damage. That's that's, cool. Yeah. That's like an ice gun. Indeed. After you attack with the blade, you can make a melee or ranged weapon attack with a second psionic blade as a bonus action on the same turn, so you can dual wield these. Cool. uh, Provided that your other hand is free to create it. The damage die for this bonus attack is 1d4 instead of 1d6. So this is a cool way of, like, if you
0: get disarmed... No big deal. You're never disarmed because your mind is your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can disarm my hands, but you can't disarm my mind. Indeed. I guess an ice bullet, like an ice gun, would leave a mark of some kind, though.
2: Yeah, this is. Um, it's like you
0: can't like. Tra- you can't, there's no bullet to trace.
2: Right, right. In um in Stormlight Archive, there are these things called shard blades, and they can cut through non living material as if it's air, like nothing. And Ooh. it's like a perfect slice, but if it cuts through living material, it will pass through it as if it's not there, mm-hmm. but it severs the soul. And so it leaves no mark, but if you like, you slice through someone's arm, they lose function in that arm forever.
0: Oh, man. So
2: it kind of reminds me of that. Less deadly, obviously, but it's that no mark kind of deal.
0: Reaper death seal. Indeed. OK. Um, that would be horrifying for you to like find mi- out some stuff was a mimic, <laughs> like with this knife on accident. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just like open it with my fucking magic knife. Oh, oh shit! shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, that's weird. Well, you got a free attack in there. <laughs> yeah, and then you get pseudo potted. <laughs> yeah,
2: you do. So at level nine, you get a feature called Soul Blades, which is not to be confused with Psychic Blades at level at uh, level three. Your Psychic Blades are now an expression of your Sicefused soul, giving you these powers that you that use your psionic energy dice. Homing strikes. If you make an attack roll with your psychic blades and miss the target, you roll one psionic energy die and add the number rolled to the attack. If the attack causes, if the if this causes the attack to hit, you expend your psionic energy die. Psychic teleportation as a bonus action. You manifest one of your psychic blades, expend one psionic energy die and roll it and throw the blade at an unoccupied space you can see, up to a number of feet away equal to ten times the number rolled. Ooh. You then teleport to that space and the blade vanishes. That's I neat. know I bring up Final Fantasy a lot, but in Final Fantasy Kingsglaive, the movie, which is the prequel to Final Fantasy fifteen, the King's Glaives have this power where they can throw their weapon and teleport to it. Nice. And that's what this reminds me of. It's really fucking cool.
0: Sweet. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that is that is very cool. I'm I'm a little, like... I don't want to say put off, but I feel like people might be put off by, like, all of this, like... I do it, and I only expend the resource if I hit, mm-hmm. which is cool, like as a player. But yeah. I feel like some like old schooly people might be like, "No, you should just lose that shit, like like spells. You know, you're not guaranteed to ever hit a spell. You know, well, but you, you are, your you're not,
2: but you actually kind of are because spells have the miss damage. A lot some of do, most do.
0: I mean, there's like enchantment stuff where it's like they save, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. So that's like true. That. You're you're but right. This there. is baked in on everything.
2: That's kind of right. how I feel about smites, is I feel like a smite should... I feel like paladin smites should be tied to, like, you decide beforehand if you're about to smite a motherfucker. Because that's what makes sense. You're putting your divine energy into it, and then if you miss, you miss. Uh, but
0: that's not how it's built in. Yeah, it's, I always picture it like you and hit, then and you. it puts, like, a marker, and then energy, like, comes down and hits yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's just...
2: I think paladins are OP. And they are. That's and why. maybe you're right. Yeah. Like, you have to, like...
0: I'm going to commit to smiting, but this is like the game is going the other way with that. Like they want you to be able to like do your thing and hit it. And yeah, as yeah. a player, you do want to be able to do your thing and hit it not yes. get like feel like you got punished for missing like extra yeah. hard. Like I already missed. It's, it's like very now disheartening, I also yeah. like ha- can't do my cool thing I'm supposed to be able to do.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, at level 13, you get a feature called psychic veil. You can weave a veil of psychic static to mask yourself. As an action, you can magically become invisible along with anything you're wearing or carrying for one hour or until you dismiss the effect. This invisibility ends early, immediately after you deal damage to a creature or f- you force a creature to make a saving throw. Once you use this feature, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest unless you expend a cyanic energy die to use this feature again. Uh, hour long invisibility is fucking cool and, like, you know, Usually, yeah, it ends early if you deal damage, but you don't have to. You could just go invisible and fucking explore a place. Yeah. You can. yeah, Extra cool. Very neat. Um, Rend Mind. Finally, at level 17, you get your ultimate feature, Rend Mind. Uh, You can sweep your psychic blades directly through a creature's mind. When you use your psychic blades to deal sneak attack damage to a creature, you can force that target to make a wisdom saving throw. If the save fails, the target is stunned for a minute. The stunned target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success once you use this feature, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest unless you expend three psionic energy die to do so. That's a lot of psionic energy die to do so. I don't yeah. know if I would do that.
0: Um, but you can if you, but you really need to. you could if you
2: really want to get a second stun off. You probably uh,
0: have a lot of psionic energy die by level 17, right? Um, let me see, see here. Let's go back to the psionic energy die.
2: Uh, I know it increases in size, but I don't know if it increases in number. Um. You have a number of these dice equal to tw- yeah, they, it does. It does increase with your proficiency bonus, which I think by level twenty is five. So you get ten. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, not too bad. So three, if you really need that feature, just like I don't know if you, I would. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. But you, like you could, you could, like you know, just like we just said. Okay. Um. That this is this is a very cool. I it's I, flavorful, very yes. flavorful class, and I know how to take it to the next level.
2: All right. Well, let's do that after our short rest.
0: Okay. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash DungeonCast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash DungeonCast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DungeonCast.
1: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk turned
0: traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god,
1: and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein,
0: coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of the Dungeon Cast is sponsored by Valda's Spire of Secrets, a new expansion for 5th edition d What's your next character? If it's a human fighter or an elf ranger, I have a book that will change your mind. Valda's Spire of Secrets is a new expansion for D&D 5th Edition that introduces 10 new base classes and over 150 new subclasses. Spire of Secrets works with any setting and any adventure. Think about it like an expansion for the core rules. It's not a new edition or a campaign setting. Think of it as the Player's Handbook 2 you always dreamed of. It even has a cute teddy bear race. Click the link in the description below to go to spireofsecrets.com and get your copy today. All right, we're back. Indeed. And I have a character, you do. I didn't, but now did you I name do. a character? Tess Ocean from inspired from te, the character Tess Ocean from the movie's ocean Which one's that? <laughs> Julia
2: Roberts Oh, okay, cool. yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, By the okay, so this side note, so I've watched oceans 11, 12, and 13. Uh-huh. uh I like all three. Yeah, the first one I ever saw was 12. And oh. I know 12 is the one that gets panned a lot. Like, the critics hated it. Oh, do they? Dude, I fucking love Oceans 12. I thought it was it's good. by far, for me, my favorite of the three.
0: Is that the uh, one where they get the. They go to sp- Europe? Spoilers. For spoilers for Oceans 12. For Oceans. Okay. Which, like, this, like all, it's all a sequel Oceans. to Oceans 11. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. They, they make it out and do another movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's okay? True. So, like, sorry. Uh, all right, so Oceans Two, Oceans Twelve is uh-huh. they go to Europe and they're using the Casino guy from the first movie to like do their heist, or is that Thirteen? It's Thirteen. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I really like him. Yeah, so no, he's great. Oceans yeah. Twelve, Julia Roberts is actually like way in that movie, huh? yeah, right?
2: She is. So Oceans Twelve is when Casino guy finds them all after oh, yeah. the first one. that's right. And he's like you want to make this up to me then you need to do this fucking crazy heist. right? Yes. Or you need to pay me my money back with interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they but they need to do it within like 2 weeks. Right. So they have to, they have to have bust do a crazy this heist. heist. But then there's this other heist guy who's like the master a master thief uh-huh. who's heisting ahead of them. Right. And, and they they're can't competing. catch him. Yeah, they're yeah. competing. Yeah. And so. Brad Pitt's mad. And Brad Pitt's so mad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Julie, they bring in Julia Roberts to play Julia Roberts. Yes.
0: <laughs> and and George Clooney's also mad, right? Yes. Yeah. I love that movie. That, that Ocean's
2: is, 12. Rock the soundtrack is amazing. They're wonderful movies. Anyways, I like them a lot. Julia Roberts, me about is super cool Tess who Tess Ocean. Tess Ocean. That's so
0: literally a lift off of her name is gotcha. Tess Ocean, which I forgot. I was right. like Julia Roberts from Oceans. I was yeah. like, oh, her name is Tess. And the tell name me about is your tell me about your character. Okay, so I built Tess Ocean, who is a character I'm going to play in a modern campaign, okay. not for reals. How modern? A, um, like maybe, uh, like. Pretty fucking modern, maybe even like slightly into the future. So, ultra modern. Ultra modern. Gotcha. Um, is that, is it ultra? Is I like... think, I think it's the thing. Okay. It yeah. feels right. So, it's super it. modern, no, ultra, ultra modern. Ultra modern. Ultra modern. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, um, Tess is uh, inv- a criminal background involved in the criminal underworld and specializes in heisting. She's a shysty heister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, gets the money and goes, is probably hired on by the party for like a percentage cut of whatever. Like, they're going to be looting.
2: Okay. So, is she a party member or is she a a DMPC?
0: Uh, She'll probably be a party member. Okay. Um, This is, like, a cool, like, we need to break into, like, this office building with high security, like, Wayne Enterprises or something like that. And, like, Catwoman style, like get into Batman shit and like take his stuff without him knowing and we're so good at it that we're Batman is none the wiser probably Right. at least now yeah so yeah we're we're fucking around with CEOs of corporations I like it we're fucking around with credit companies mm-hmm. we're fucking around with uh anything it's like very
2: shadow runner yeah like yeah. I'm I'm in a sky, shadow run
0: I'm in a skyscraper I'm breaking into the 14th floor I love it keep the so blah, 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 a cyber punk, cyberpunk cyberpunk yeah. and I have a fucking gun that's cool let's just Put it at that. I have a gun. Of course, I don't it's have a. cyberpunk. Why wouldn't a, you? I've got a fucking gun. Yeah, it's a little cyberpunk. Is it like a laser
2: so, gun or is it uh, a bullet gun? It's a bullet gun. Okay, good.
0: Gotcha. It's like Persona style. Okay, like I for got, sure. I just fucking. I got, I'm gonna fucking shoot him. Uh, you know, like. <laughs> okay. Sure. But she's cool. She's cool. But she's cool though, But yeah. she's cool. But she I, has said that she, at least once. Yeah, like a, just let me fucking shoot him. Okay. <laughs> she foams a little bit. Uh, oh, it's a, okay. sometimes even half elves lose their cool. So I built a female half elf. For sure. And I was like, I I don't really build half elves. Um. But holy fuck, man, they're stacked. They're so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Half-elves are great. Yeah, and I, I went high decks, So I landed with, um, uh, you get a plus two to, uh, to your charisma as a half-elf. So I threw my 10 over there. So I got a plus one. And then I have, um, uh, I wound up with a plus three to dexterity at a 16, a plus two to con because she's a tough little thing. Mm-hmm. And um, some wisdom, some wisdom, dumped stat strength. No strength required. No strength. Yeah, uh, but I am. I, I a cool workaround for like classes like the rogue, is to dump stat strength and then proficient proficiency acrobatics. So that's mm-hmm. like a cool little work like. Uh, or proficiency athletics as well. Oh, I see what you're like, saying, yeah. To kind of curve, like, okay, well, at least I can, like, still run. Because it mm-hmm. makes sense for me to be able to, like, run fast or climb something Right, as well. and then
2: with, with how skilled rogues are and with their expertise, like, you can make that work.
0: Yeah, I in this case, I chose acrobatics because I picture her, like, having to go through vents sometimes, like Mission Impossible style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got, I got acrobatics, deception, insight uh, with expertise. So that's at a plus nine right now. Investigation with Expertise at a plus 10. Uh, I got Perception, Performance, uh, Sleight of Hand at plus 11. Uh, I think I also took Expertise in Thieves tools, which I'm gonna get into, and then a plus seven Stealth. Nice. Uh, That Stealth with like all this invisible shit I can do seems pretty dope. Um, So, let's see here. I took some feats. Oh yeah, you were Um, talking about this. Yes, that I think are really cool. Here we go. I took the Alert feat. I think I I think I buffed dexterity and then like for my first ability score increase, and then I took the alert feat on my next one. You gain a plus five bonus to initiative. You can't be surprised while you are conscious, and other creatures don't gain advantage on attack rolls against you as a result of being unseen by you. Nice. Uh, sharpshooter is the next feat I took for my ability score buff. I just took another feat. Attacking at long range doesn't impose disadvantage on your ranged weapon attack rolls. And your ranged weapon attack ignores half cover and three quarters cover before you make an attack with a ranged weapon uh that you are proficient with you can also choose to take a minus five penalty to the attack roll to add plus 10 to the attack's damage and then i also took elven accuracy increase your dex intelligence intelligence wisdom or charisma score by one i'm pretty sure i picked dex and uh whenever you have advantage on an attack roll using one of these modifiers you can re-roll one of the dice you roll so Like, Will kind of... I was asking him about it. um, And this is from... This is a feat from Xanathar's. Uh, It's like triple advantage, is what you said, right? Kind
2: of. Kind of. Because it's every time you have advantage, of the two dice that you roll, you can re-roll one of them. Right. So it's like, yeah, you get that third D20, and since it's every
0: time, it's not like on a long rest... Um, so if you happen to have advantage, and you hit like a nine and ten reset, and then I just grab this nine and throw it and mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's
2: like you get a, essentially you get a roll three dice instead of two every time you have advantage. Now I see how that all that serves your um, your gun, but where do your psychic blades come in? To this uh, build? They're
0: also uh, they're also ranged weapons, so um, yeah, you can
2: throw them. Huh? I said yeah, you can throw them. Yeah, so yeah.
0: It, it works out. But I think I just kind of wanted to like. Have this rogue be psychic and to have like my a lot of this stuff um, psychic flavored, like Mm -hmm. alert, like easy to put a psychic flavor on that. I can kind of like detect minds around me and that's why I can't be surprised. Um, Sharpshooter, like curving, knowing where people are in the room and how to like get an angle on them to, to hit them and stuff like, okay, like. Maybe the curving the bullet thing might be a cool imp- implication here. God, uh, curving the bullet, <laughs> or like, god. and this Elven accuracy thing, like, like, sec- like, that's probably. Just what's like that Angelina Sh- Jolie
2: movie?
0: Yeah, the the curve god. the bullet. What oh, what's, what's that, so that one called? Stupid. I don't know why it upsets me so much.
2: It's just the the concept upsets me. You
0: just gotta like, sw- you gotta like, you just swing gotta, the arm. So and- stupid! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, uh, maybe I, maybe I won't uh, <laughs> because it was so bad. Sorry. Yeah, I got I got the dark vision. I got um I got the soul blades. I have like all the cool rogue stuff. Uncanny dodge, um, evasion. I have the criminal background, which gave me like extra skills, um, and like knowing the criminal underworld and stuff. Yeah, my psychic blades are gonna get some some of these bonuses. Cunning action, thieves can't. Um, I want to lean really hardcore into like using the psychic stuff to hack. Like, through doors. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Which you can do. And my thieves tools are going to be, like, linked in with that. Yeah. I'm going to be using, like, I have, like, a key card that I can, like, program real quick to, like, slide if I need to do that. Or, like, a fob or... Mm -hmm. um, You'll
2: have, like, a a whole dangly with all kinds of different inputs. Uh, style stuff.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to tie like investigation and insight together in some of these roles to like break a firewall and like use my psychic power to like see through the code. Yeah. Like, oh, here are the, here's where the mortar it like connects. That's the weak point. Let me like right. start drilling. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, stuff that's like cool. That. That's yeah. dope. I like that. Um, I like how Bioshock kind of does hacking where you have to like, I haven't played Bioshock. It's so. like a meter. Or you have to, like, connect pipes together while, like, uh, like you're racing against, like, the liquid that's that coming through. Or something like that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, a little, like, oh, shit, I have to be, like, qu- oh, this one needs to go here, this one needs to go here, and I'm on a timer. You know, oh, okay. you get a little panicked. But Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I, pretty cool. I like that for hacking or, like, if I was going to implement this character for, like, uh, into a game with other players as a DM, um, it would be cool to, like, do something really fun with, like that aspect of the game for the player it's like okay well you need to give me an investigation role okay good you're really good at that you find the you find the thing you need to hack in the system Mm -hmm. okay now give me like insight let's see how deep like you can understand this thing like it's a it's got a soul and, like, a brain of some kind. Like, That's cool. Like an Ultron level, like, okay, you're, you're a computer network, but you're so complex that you're, like, some sort of yeah, brain. Yeah, 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 I like that. Um, the, and sh- yeah, her job it. is to break down these systems. That's really cool. Uh, with her psychic powers. And then, obviously, for combat, she'll be cool for, like, getting into the scraps with everybody and, like, staying. I want to, like, play this character at range as much as possible.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, you got the Elven Accuracy and the Spell Sniper, so. Yeah,
0: so become invisible, get out of the way, um, you know, Tear up people's minds with with invisible mind swords.
2: Yeah, it sounds really cool. She sounds like a great star of an action movie.
0: Yeah, or or just like the so even the support character like got to get him in, and then the 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 big buff guys are gonna go tank. You know? Sure. And I'm yeah, gonna stand absolutely. back here with my fucking gun and fucking <laughs> I'm gonna you. Yo. I'll get you from the back. <laughs> I also like the idea of like an invisible character standing at the back of the room. You just see like these puffs of of gunpowder like blasting, mm-hmm. and then like there one comes from like the back corner and then like the front left and then like the middle right like they're they're coming from all over the right. place and then they're like you
2: can't locate you them can't, yeah that's really cool fun times cool um, i like that, your
0: character yeah that's tess ocean baby tess ocean the soul knife she's with a gun get, she's gonna go the get, soul she's go gun get, she's gonna go get <laughs> diamonds baby sorry that's sex in the city <laughs> julia roberts isn't even in that
2: no she's not okay um can we get ready for a long rest yeah let's get long <laughs> let's do it hey
0: everybody oh. To the oh mic. no! <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants a long rest. We're we need a break. Shit! Oh, it's so fucking hot. It is very warm in here. <clears throat> it won't be soon. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we are we are getting we're we're getting uh, we're building a beholder. No, no, uh, we're getting ready for bed. Oh, we are getting ready for hot bed. hot cocoa, William. Thank you. Uh, uh, actually, no, it's too hot in here. Cold cocoa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll take some iced tea. Here's some. Wait, that's caffeine. Some cold chocolate milk. Yeah. I dissolved an energy an energy drink pill in. No, it. I don't want it. I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. That's <laughs> what right. are you doing? We need the energy to sleep good. No yeah, wait. Sure.
2: I'll take the cold milk, but uh what else we got going on?
0: Now we need to build the beholder.
2: Okay, let's yeah. do that. Okay. So you wanna go first?
0: Uh yeah, where'd it go? Where is it You wanna do the like...
2: feature or do you want to do the beam?
0: I gotta find this guy. Okay rummage through my box of beholders. The old ones. They're all here. Oh, there you are. What's up, Rick the Grick, Rancher? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about its feature. So, I believe
2: for the feature, we decided that Grick the Rick. Grick the Rick. Rick the Rick Grick 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 Rancher. Rick Rick Rancher <laughs> wields psychic blades and has one sheathed to its side
0: as its feature. <laughs> I love that it's sheathed. <laughs> Me too. Okay, sheathed psychic blade. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, uh, Grick, R- Rick the Grick Rancher is packing, and he wants you to know it. Indeed. Even though it's a mind blade and he wields his mind, he likes to have it on his hip-ski. <laughs>
2: right. And then for the for the beam, for the ray, what do we got? Um, okay. Uh, for the
0: beam, it was... What the fuck did we just so say? It was
2: a static invisibility ray.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me read that. Let me read that thing. It was the psychic veil ray. The psychic veil ray. Yeah. Uh, You can uh, weave a veil of psychic static to mask yourself as an action. You become magically invisible uh, along with anything you're wearing or carrying, including a sheathed psychic sword for one hour. So it can become uh, invisible. So I picture it having, like, um, out of this beam, like, there's, like, psychic, like, static, like Mm -hmm. that purple, like, you know, archy energy shit coming out of the end of that beam. Uh, so I also, think, very I also
2: think that this can extend to its gricks, and it can psychic veil its gricks that are in danger. In de- indubitably. Like, I can't get to that grick that's super in danger because I can smell it. I can I'm going to psychic veil it I <laughs> I smell until not I get only gricks,
0: but the danger they are in. in- <laughs> exactly. So psychic veil, bam, until you can get there. I must veil my grick. Indeed. And that one's acting out. Trank. There we go. <laughs> Drinking him. All this right. is the ultimate greek machine. Yeah, it's it's out here ranching these Greeks. It it has to um it has to grab the psychic sword with like a tentacle, and then uh, I want it to hold it in its in its three pronged, its three sided jaw. And like Zoro from uh, One Piece, I just feel
2: like after the first two horrific monstrosities we made, it's nice that we're, we're building a beholder with a backstory.
0: A beholder and that is a wholesome, like far- yeah. a big farmer, big yeah. rancher, big Gr- rancher Grick. big rancher Rick Rick. I think that's the name of this beholder, Rick Rick the we Rancher. We put as many ranch-associated names stacked on top of it, so like, uh, like the big rancher Grick, the the big rancher Rick the Grick rancher there
2: we go big rancher rick the Grick rancher
0: yeah that is the name of this beholder. Name. we did it early
2: all right guys we are doing a contest uh going on concurrently and it is a giveaway of two copies of fight Fizz- for our love and a book <laughs> fizzbands treasury of dragons coming out on october 19th if you want to win this awesome new dragon filled book all you have to do is go on Twitter, share an episode of your favorite Dungeon Cast show with the hashtag Dungeon Cast, and uh, hopefully we pull your name.
0: That's anything we make, including Super Quest Saga, everything you need to know, uh, DD ex- Explained videos, DD5s, we used to call them sometimes. And then, um, you know, uh, I don't know, share a link to the Patreon, which helps us a lot if you guys uh, go log in there and get some bonus content for yourselves, but mostly just help us out. We really appreciate that. Um, Let's see here, William. What is what is this what is this note I've found? Oh shit, it's episode two fifty one and we didn't fucking do anything for episode two hundred and fifty. Were we supposed to? I don't feel like that's like a true milestone. We did a one hundred, a one fifty, and a two hundred. But we oh. didn't do a 50. We didn't do a 50. We didn't do a 50. We're skipping the 50s we're now, folks. we 50. It was we're, just a one-year. Wait year, for 300. Because 50, roughly 50, uh, 52 actually, is like the year marker. So That's true. So we're coming up on what, year four in the bag? Uh, year five. And we'll be working on year, year five. five. So yeah, This is year five. Oh, so year five is in the bag. We'll be yeah. working on year six Indeed. of this podcast? I know it's crazy. We've been doing this for six years? We started at the <laughs> it can't
2: Where did the time
0: write? go? How um, did it get so old?
2: We started this podcast at the very tail end of 2016, it is 2021, so yeah,
0: it's been five years. Yeah, and I found out my wife was pregnant, like, immediately after we started you the did, show. You did, Two months that. later, I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta learn how to do podcasts and be a daddy. <laughs> yeah, true. my kid is, no, wait, my kid is four. It's not well, been six years, Nine right?
2: months. Mu- nine months after you found okay, out, yeah, yeah, the that's... podcast would have been about a year, and okay. thus your kiddo would have been born. I okay. think we're so going to call on guys. Oh, holy <laughs>
0: crap. Oh, man. How the time flies. Uh, episode 251. Celebratory. Huzzah. Thanks for being here, Rick. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the
1: Dungeon Cast.